And then this is the last thing I'll read. This was, I was going to LA. We were living in New York and I guess I was going to visit LA, which we know what LA represented for us and still does. Death. (laughs) (laughs) All of the people who trigger our issues are here. All the people. They trigger us. The LA trip approaches. I'm trying to figure out where this fear and anxiety is coming from. I suppose suppose more than anything, I'm afraid that I don't fit into that world anymore. I'm afraid that I've become a stranger, that my bonds with people have vaporized, that I am no longer relatable. In a sense, I am aware that this feeling of alienation that I'm describing is a choice. If I choose to look at it that way, that is how it will be. I'm just scared to come to that recognition if I do. Then I will have to come to terms with the facts that I no longer have a home base or a family in the truest sense of the word. Hmm. You're listening to Forces and Lovers, a podcast that chronicles two lives, a new marriage, and a trip scratching the surface of three continents. We don't have answers. We have an impulse to share ourselves and to find you, the survivors and nonconformists who continue to create something beautiful amidst all the madness. Go back. No, you're not going to tape this. You are not going to tape this. Honey, I saw what you're trying to do. Just I'm not. Say I'm not going say. back. Well, you I feel like you have her. to summon a performance? Yeah, because she comes with so much baggage. And so does my mom, but your mom, it's a different... It's like she wears it. You know, it's like she wears it and it's just like... It's so obvious. Whereas with my mom, it's... It's she's obvious got with layers your mom too, of, honey. Yeah, but she's got layers of shields underneath her. With your mom, it just hangs like a fucking necklace. And it's just like, oh my god. Um, I don't agree. Huh? I don't agree. Well, that's my experience. No, I, I think you're right about my mom, but I, I don't agree that your mom does. And I think that it's... I think that if anybody, even some, even a even a I, service, like a customer <laughs> service person at fucking Walgreens meets her, they know, okay, she's got some baggage. Look at me. Look at my lips. What I'm trying to tell you Don't be is... telling me in a way you're threatening to say this. Say it then. You want to say it? Say it. <laughs> to me, when she's with me and she starts getting into us, oh, I cut her. I, oh, I cut it off. Another thing, I'm going to say it again. This is really, honestly, my pen is not there at all. You can take all that back to <laughs> She's got your two kids. Are you kidding? Oh, you're kidding me. Damn. It's simple. What's the secret with Tawana? You know, I know her to Tawana. What is the secret with going to Tawana? <laughs> me, Same with my mom. Let me clarify, though. I think that your mom is more free. In, yeah. In her... Unloading. Unloading. And I was born on my dad's birthday, January 9th. That's why they named me, they named me Juliana. Juliana. She was 21 years old and I was her fourth daughter. Pobrecita, Mama Stella. The ghost was there that we felt her and stuff and we would, it was creepy there in the living room. So look at me from all angles. There's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good read. 
You were so mean to me too. You used to put me through all kinds of shit. I'm not in denial about it anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I've never read the whole Bible from beginning to end, and that's what I'm going to do. I quickly sucked your drive. <laughs> yeah. And then spit yeah. it out. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking lost it. Yeah, you did. I I I lost it. I was just like, I could. I like I couldn't say anything. I can't be around her or anyone in an agitated state and so it t- it's like you're summoning up all this extra energy because you want to be on your best at your best um capacity you you want to be able to listen and recip- and, re- and reciprocate and encourage and you're still on guard because you're anticipating that something's gonna happen hey can i borrow uh two hundred dollars uh you know i came over here yeah. because it's like you just have to get all your cards ready, and when you're not prepared, well, when I don't have a day in advance to prepare for that, it drives me up a wall. How, however you want to put it, it just wasn't right. Yeah, but you have to see it from my side, where it's like, okay, you're reacting in this way, and you're screaming and shouting at me because my mom is coming over to visit, and it's like, from my perspective, it's just like... Like, that doesn't feel good. That's pretty shitty to know that your partner is getting that upset over somebody like somebody that important in your life, like your mother coming. You know what I mean? So it just felt like it didn't feel supportive and it didn't feel good. I understand. I understand. It makes more sense now after you described that process and how draining it is especially if you don't have time to prepare it when it's just sprung up on you i get it you were that pissed off at me because you were that convinced that you were that right it had nothing to do with me and being I was right that wrong it had nothing to do with right or wrong it had everything to do with uh you screamed and you said some things that were rude it doesn't have anything to do with right and wrong mm. I think it does. I don't think so. Well, I don't think it's it never was... right to scream. So that's uh, right or wrong. That's I guess, but it's like not like, necessarily yeah. like there's no need to take a side. It's just clearly you were wrong. There's no question about it. No. There's not. There's some things that are just wrong, and that's one of them. First of all, it's a social institution, it's a social construct because it is literally your safety net. So if anything ever happens to you, that's one thing that people say all the time. Oh, if something, if you were to get sick or something happened to you, who would be there? Your family would be there. <laughs> that's the fuel that they have because we've been uh, socialized so much to think that it's only our family who can love us that way. Right. And because of that, they have like this guilt and power over us and it's not healthy. It's not fucking healthy. So to answer your question, no, I don't think my mom was a good mother because... You don't think she was a good mother? No. And that's weird because the older I get, the more I think my mom was a good mother. She probably was, yeah. She is. I could... I don't know. Why, though? Why was your mom not a good mother? Well, the thing with you is that extremities are real emotions. And my mom was one of those people that just tried to keep the lid on things and you just saw her struggle to keep the lid on things from exploding and they should have exploded with your family things explode with no, with normal people who know how to communicate 
or want to communicate or desire to communicate, it's struggle. It's a, it's a fucking struggle. But it's the effort that makes a difference. But with my mom, there are three things that I think of that make me think she was not a good mom. Mm-hmm. And the first one is when I got to a certain age, 13, 14, I wanted contact with my father and begged for contact with my, with, with, with my father. I begged for it, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got in contact with him. It changed my life. Um, you know, whatever. But my mother, in retaliation, did not speak to my uncle, who gave me my father's phone number. She didn't speak to my uncle for 10, ten years, which is just sick to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just sick. So that was the first thing. The second thing was when I ran away with you. Mm. Needless to say, it didn't work out. Um, But when I was picked up by my mother at the police station after this runaway attempt, she didn't say a word to me. Cried home and on the car ride home. She didn't say a word to me. Was getting ready for bed that night. And she asked me, what would you like for lunch tomorrow? It was a school day. School night. That was the second thing that convinced me my mother was fucked up. Mm. And the third thing that convinced me was my adulthood. When I moved away and we were away for eight years from from Los Angeles and lived in three different cities, she never once attempted to visit us. It's true because you're you're very you have a lot of different sides. Unpredictable and stuff in there. Well, you have like a you have a very caring, nurturing side with people that you know, even friends or or right. boyfriends, yeah. right. where you want to take care of them and you want to help them and you want to the mother them. But then, yeah, yeah. the next second yeah. you'll right. you just and tear I mean, them. I'm you break people before, down. Before I was in denial of my meanness and how mean I could be and all that, but then I started thinking back and how. It was me starting everything, like looking for little things and then the name calling and the this and that. And yeah. Then, and then finding a way and getting mm-hmm. rid of that person, but being mean about it. Mm-hmm. That's not healthy. That's not right. She knows better. She's making the wrong choices. It's her decision. Yeah. It's her life. It's okay to make mistakes. You just have to learn from them and, and move on and, and, you know, let that be a lesson. It's not her sister's responsibility to take care of her. It's not her daughter's responsibility to take care of her. Yeah. So why do you think it's hard when people know all of these things? Like say like for you or for any of us who like, we know all these things, we understand it. We know the importance of acknowledging things, of not denying things, of not trying to escape. Why do people keep making wrong choices because after they know they better? Because that's what they choose to do. That's what they choose to do. You have the choice to do Either the right, go on the right path or the wrong path. Go into the light or go into the darkness. We have choices. It's all about choices and we gotta know that. It's part of being human. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But I'm just I don't know, I'm just interested in why people, yeah, why people keep making people who know better keep making wrong I don't choices. Know. I, I couldn't and it's like them. something that's like yeah. out of their control almost. Like it's like they're I, it's almost I, like they're powerless or like they're I just, believe that they don't choose to do whatever they need to do. I believe that they're they're they don't get it yet. They're still in denial, or they they still they don't want to do the right thing. But it's it's all about choices. I'm her daughter. If anybody should yeah. be the one helping her, it's me. 
So I feel that guilt according to their standards. But the reality is, um, no, I can't do that. The reality is she's a, a person who doesn't know how to have her shit together. And uh, that's not my place. And I'm not going to continue my whole life doing that same thing. Who's to say who and why they do the things they do? I'm not them, them you know? But I'm speaking from yeah. my own person and how I feel. You know, it's, it's, I couldn't tell you why they do the things they do. So why do you think for you? Like, why do you think for you? For me? Because you've known, you've known better. I'm not saying now, but yeah. I'm saying like years ago. Like years ago, you but were I, saying I the same kind of thing. And I wasn't you had ready the same then. Kind of, I wasn't ready then to, to feel the way I feel now for whatever reason. But now I, I feel... But more, are you sure? Because you were basically talking the same way even before. Like you yeah, were basically... Still you still had the same... same level. I still been on the Yeah, same that's level. what I mean. So you're, you had the same kind of wisdom and the same kind of insight and the same kind of like... But I used to before, yeah. Yeah, even before. Like you still, like you yeah. still spoke the same but kind still, of truth. Right. But then you would still make the wrong choices in certain things if i made the wrong choices it's because i have to go through it again i guess but ever since like i, I like seriously ever since like i was like um helped like for instance like like going to like the rehab and stuff and all that i was i was helped to the point that i was put on the right path instead of like you know mm. with all that you know what i'm saying yeah and then uh and then like choices like within like, <coughs> like you choose your path you, you choose your life life's what you make it in other words you know Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what do you, why do you have this frown on your face and what, why are you... No, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking, cause I, I don't know, I don't, I know that you're saying like, oh yeah, after, cause I'm thinking now about like your personal, like the last, you know, 10 years or 12 years, whatever. Um, I don't feel like... And much, I think like when you went growth. to, when you went to rehab and stuff, I don't think that changed that much. I think you kind of, um maybe realize some things but i don't think i mean i don't think that you were just over or like stopped using or like completely you know even that um dude who went to like africa or whatever like you were using with him so it's just like you know you it was still a it's always been a problem and i understand that it's like um it's not easy like any kind of addiction or any kind of anything is not easy to get over but you know, it's like you you seem to know better in your mind and your spirit and in your heart, but then you still make those choices to go back, or you still did. You know what I mean? So it's just like I never understood that. Oh, well, whatever, and I guess it's like I, maybe it's not even understandable. Maybe yeah. you don't even understand, it, or maybe I know, it's maybe just whatever like choice or whatever it was at the time, whatever is what I was doing, and it's it's hard to say why things happen the way they happen. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to, what I'm saying is that I'm trying to like you know be a better person and, and do things differently but I'm not saying that I'm you know oh my god that I'm so you know oh perfect about anything or whatever yeah and it's just uh, what I was saying that life's all about choices and whatever you choose is that's that's what you're gonna get and you know all we can do is try to do better and whatever yeah like I thought I would have been a lot more um I would have let people's fucking input just affect my decision so much more because it would be easier. Yeah. But with this whole wedding thing, it, that hasn't happened once. Okay. Like it's just been like, and it's been a and nice. We have some tough customers. And we've had some tough things. Oh like my god! Last week, literally, my I found out that my own grandmother was questioning <laughs> whether or not she was going to attend my wedding because she was mad at me for some made-up reason. I just kind of 
believe. I couldn't believe. I had like a moment here, like where I was almost like, okay, it's a week before the wedding. I could see this one of two ways. Like I could really let this affect me. And I was like, oh my god, my own grandma was saying she's not gonna go to my wedding. You know what I mean? I was like, I can really let this like get to me. Yeah. Or I can just be like, you know what? I am not gonna for a second make myself feel bad because I know it's not me. I know that's their it's their twisted way of seeing shit. You know what I mean? That is not my fault. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how to be a healthy adult with my fucked up mother. I'm trying to figure out how to make it work to keep the distance between us but still love her and still help. You know what I mean? So it's like no 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 no. I'm not doing the wrong thing. You know, you have a wedding people yeah. Like at work or at home, that like they just want to talk about how's the wedding, what's going on, how's right, the right, right. oh my god, I'm sort of, and it's just, uh, it's, right. getting, it's getting, it's old. getting old. Yeah. Who was it? Somebody said something about that. What? About that you guys are like oh too much into each other, and, and you guys don't don't like you know care about anybody else but yourselves. <laughs> yeah. I said, okay. Whatever. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But I don't think so. Yeah. You guys are lovely. Yeah. Don't ever give up on each other. You guys, you guys have something that oh, most we're, people no, don't have. No, it's not us. It's yeah. them. But it's who cares? all those who other cares? people that have these don't ideas. Don't even listen to the negativity well, we, we or anything. It's just, it's just we're sad. We're used to it. It's yeah. just sad that people still have these ideas that yeah, are just not but that's, that's true. them and they're stupid about it and who cares? Who cares what they think and say? Yeah. And then, you know, wherever you guys want to do, go. So, so what if you, if you wanted to go for a year, I'm okay with mm -hmm. it, you know? Well, six months is a long time. They're not mm -hmm. going on vacation. They're going to relocate. Well, it's okay. You guys are entitled to do that. Whatever. Who cares what anybody and everything else says? As long as I'm okay with it, who cares what they think? <laughs> <laughs> I said to her, I was like, yeah, but I don't know if it's Super normal. Fun. I don't know if these head games are normal. Like, I don't know if the manipulation and all that shit is normal. And then mm. Sandy was like, no, it is. And she was like, think about like white families and about like, she's like, yeah, that's how, that's how we and learned I was like, it. That's how we learned it. You know what? It. That's true. How else do we learn it? Maybe it is normal. But then but, here's the funny thing is that when you talk to each of them, they both play the same game. What's exactly. wrong? No, yep. everything's good. No, and you so believe good. them because you feel the love. So it's confusing as hell because there is love, but it's a twisted love. That's not that's not a good kind of love. It's really fucking twisted, and that's why I don't think all families are that way. I would hope to think that some families love each other in a very pure way and a true way and really you know, want the best for the other this isn't a want the best kind of love this is a like i want to fucking i want to be the best and i want you to serve me kind of love for us for people like us who feel like the majority of our family members are just so and it's not even we can't blame them because it's not their fault it's just that they're so far gone it's tragic it's not it shouldn't it's it's upsetting in its tragedy, but it shouldn't um, it shouldn't make us feel mad at them or like they're the ones at fault because it's beyond them. They're just victims to it. Racism, capitalism, yeah, patriarchy. You know, these are unnatural things, and we are yeah. a, and we are a natural people. And when I say natural, we are people yeah. who descend from people who connected to the earth. And yeah and name themselves based on where they were in the earth. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's not natural. Oppression is not natural. And one of the... Based on, especially based on race. Yeah. 
It's not natural. And one of the possible side effects <laughs> of living in a fucking country where you're literally soaking that in 24 hours a day and that's the existence that you know and that's uh-huh. the kind of shit that seeps into you, yeah. into your soul, into your psyche, right. into everything. That's the kind of... You start believing all of it. You internalize it and you believe you're what they think you are. Mm-hmm. So one of the natural fucking side effects of taking all of that in is behaving like our families. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to bring each other down. Trying to uh, show mm-hmm. your power over one another. It's literally like you're trying to create your own little mini cycle of oppression in your own household. I know one must limit one's interaction with the tentacles of the octopus. There are only so many tentacles I can cut before collapsing from exhaustion. Yeah. Does that make sense? Ultimate liberation is mental slash spiritual. This is what will loosen the grip of the octopus that runs its machine on our collective energy and ignorance. It's a form of genocide and more that we didn't invent. We have to outthink them and it. Global white supremacy and all its byproducts. socialized ourselves to keep other people distant enough like even friends like yeah we you know we um we have good friends and we know they're important but if we really understood the importance if we remembered the importance of just human connection it wouldn't have to be our family it would be anyone who we loved and who we let love us and that could be more people than just your family you don't think you're learning to love yourself more and that's what kind of That's the change that you're feeling that's healing you? Was that too big right now? No, no, I think... (laughs) You're just kind of learning how to um, be more accepting and not listen to that other side so much. Mm -hmm. That's always like trying to beat you down and you're just more loving toward yourself, which is... That stick would happen to be mothers. Huh? The stick in my case would happen to be my mother beating me in the head. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she just didn't give, instill me with a lot of love for myself. Yeah. She instilled me with nothing, with no knowledge about myself. And if you have no knowledge so about you yourself, think that's you the have point nothing of to love. It's one of the points. Yeah. That's an important point. Not only, of course, to make sure your child is safe and taken care of. Your child know who they are, where Self they taken care of, but also know to love themselves because it's not it's not something naturally given like you have to actually get that from someone else it's it's affection in a way it's learning how to be affectionate Mm -hmm. yeah 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 (laughs) so so maybe you had to be in love to learn it clearly yeah clearly (laughs) <laughs> love is the force I think that concludes this podcast this is the sharp <laughs> we want to thank our sponsors Ira Glass, This American Life <laughs> NPR, Blood Orange Cereal and Whiskey Why? the Dog as Whiskey be sharp Forces and Lovers is hosted, produced, and edited by Erica and Jonathan Duella, with music by Julian Borrego. We're new podcasts, 
Spread the word by reviewing us on iTunes and telling your friends about our show. Your support is everything. Visit us at forcesandlovers.org and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud.